ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhind, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. So I'm taping this just a few days after the notorious RBG, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, passed away. And in many ways, I am still in shock and disbelief because she was our trailblazer. She was our protector. RBG, at least here in the United States, paved the way for women to not be discriminated against because of our gender. And when I think of her, the word that comes to mind is legacy. Ruth Bader Ginsburg left a legacy behind her. And it takes me back years and years ago, before I was Purpose Girl, to when I was married. I had a great house, had a beautiful dog, a good career, but felt so empty. And the only thing that kept coming to me was, no, I'm here for something. Like, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to leave a legacy. And her death has sparked new life in me because she blazed a trail for us, and it is now our job to continue blazing that trail. And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about legacy, hers as inspiration, others as inspiration. And what is the legacy that you want to leave? Welcome to the show. Now, of course, before we begin, I need to read the review of the week. This is a five-star review coming from ER1145 in the United States. ER says, grateful for the positivity. The moment I came across this podcast, I was hopeful. Aw. I didn't listen in order as I was having a really hard time believing in myself. I listened to Conquering Self-Doubt. As I drove in the car listening to the words, I felt this overwhelming sense of calmness. I started to feel, I can do this. I am a rock star. I have a bachelor's in psychology, and the terminology and basic verbiage triggers my education. I started to make a mental list of my purpose to be a purpose girl. I've shared this episode as I know the intense positivity will help those who listen. ER, so much love to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for leaving this review. And I am sending you so much love. I'm so excited to hear your purpose and how you are being a rock star, leaving a legacy in the world. And if you want me to read your review, of course, you got to just head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, leave a five-star review. It can be one sentence. Your reviews are how women all over the world are finding the Purpose Girl podcast. Also, I have big news. Can I get a drum roll, please? That's my own drum roll on the table. Starting tomorrow, right? So if you're listening to this in real time, it's September 25th. The wait list is open for the next Goddess on Purpose course. Now, this is my eight-week course that gets you so clear on your purpose, gets you speaking your voice, knowing your message, speaking your voice in the world, gets you clear on joy and living it, gets you clear on what your inspiration is out there and gets you overcoming challenge with courage. Like this is the eight-week course. This is 
everything. My legacy is this course. And I'm so excited because the waitlist is opening. We're going to be holding the course in October, November. This is the year 2020. And this is when we need it most, right? I mean, with so much pain and challenge in the world, what the women in the course have said to me before is that doing this course during COVID, during a trauma is what kept them alive and going and happy and inspired and on fire toward purpose. And so right now with so much going on in the world, if you live in the US, the elections, or if you live in a place with wildfires, I mean, or you've lost work or loved ones because of COVID or the racial injustice, now is when every single woman is needed to rise up as a goddess on purpose. And everyone on the wait list is going to get $200 off of that course. Plus those on the wait list are gonna be in an intimate mastermind with me. Small group, intimate, two and a half hours, totally free. That itself is a $1,000 value, which is more than you'll pay for the course. So this is a big deal. You want to make sure you're getting on the wait list. Doing it live with me with a group of sisters lifting you up is how you will leave a legacy. Head on over to show notes. There's an email there. It's team at purposegirl.com, team at purposegirl.com. Get on the wait list. I cannot wait to do this course this fall with you. So we went on a little vacation a few weeks ago, me, Josh, and our son, Shay. Just a little getaway for our anniversary. And when we were in one of the little shops, there were these beautiful books. And one of the books was called A is for Awesome, 23 Iconic Women Who Changed the World. And it's a book for kids. And so, you know, I had to buy it immediately. I'm like, how many copies do you have, right? It's written by Eva Chen, illustrated by Derek DeSerito. And on the cover are three women, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Oprah Winfrey, and Malala. And then when you open it up, there are 23 incredible, beautiful women from all different nationalities, all different races who have left a legacy. And it's a children's book. Now, I have a boy, but you know it doesn't matter. I want him to see and interact with powerful women. I want him to see what is possible for women, for him, for everyone. And as I go through the book... Every single one of these women has left such a legacy that sets me on fire. Like if these women can change the world, so can I. If these women can change the world, Harriet Tubman, Catherine Graham, who was the first female publisher of the Washington Post and her quote in the book, there's a quote for each one, says, courage is when you have a choice and you choose to be courageous, right? Every single woman in this book, so incredible. And I think about that time when I was 25, 26 years old, craving legacy, craving making a difference. And so with the news of Justice Ginsburg passing away, my first reaction was utter devastation. We have lost a legend. We have lost the woman that was fighting for all of us. Deep sadness, fear honest, beyond fear, being terrified of what this will mean for the Supreme Court of the United States, what this will mean for the future of our freedoms. She was a fierce protector of racial equality, a fierce protector of women's rights, a fierce protector of LGBTQ rights. This was a woman who was not afraid to dissent. She was not afraid to say, 
I disagree. Even though she had had death threats, she fought for what was right. She fought for us constantly. And so after feeling the devastation, the shock, the sadness, I knew I had to wake up the next day and turn all of that fury into fuel, as my soul sister Catherine emailed to me. Fury into fuel. And what has happened is that I am more on fire than ever. Her death lit new life in me. And so I thank you once again, RBG, for your inspiration. She worked her entire life to eliminate gender-based stereotype. Entire life. And so it got me thinking, what have I lived my entire life for? It gets me thinking for you, what are you living your entire life for? You've probably heard me say this before, but I believe that each one of us was born for purpose. And I actually believe that we were all born for this exact moment. Now, this has been a crazy time. I don't have to tell you that. It began being crazy in, depending on where you live, January, February, March with coronavirus. So many people lost lives, lost jobs, lost loved ones. And then at least here in the United States, and then I believe the trickle effect all over the world, George Floyd losing his life because a police officer put a knee to his neck. Breonna Taylor losing her life innocent from bed. I mean, racial injustice and highlighting how we need racial equality, the intensity of living in the now, the wildfires that hit Australia this year, that hit the West Coast of the United States, the world is on fire. And during times like that, I know I sometimes just want to go back to bed. I mean, when I heard about RBG, this was like the last straw I couldn't move from the kitchen floor. And then I just wanted to grab my ice cream. I literally started emotional eating. I opened a box of chocolate-covered almonds, grabbed my ice cream, and just could not eat enough. I mean, just to be totally honest. And I don't even usually emotionally eat. I just couldn't. It was like too much already. And I just wanted to go to bed, maybe forever. But of course, then I remembered my little boy sleeping in his bassinet and what his generation needs from me. And then I remembered all of you women and what your daughters need from me. I remembered all of us who have been impacted because of RBG's work. Right? If you're a woman living in the United States and you've bought your own home, you've benefited from her work. If you're a woman living in the United States and you've opened your own credit card where you didn't need your husband to sign for you, you have benefited from her work. And it goes on and on. And I believe so much in the rights that she protected, in the rights that she was fierce about, that I rose up in fire. That I now have new fire lit under my ass, ladies. So if you thought I was passionate before, just wait. Because I really believe that we were born for this moment. Everyone's talking about how crappy 2020 is. We can't wait for it to be over. And yeah, it has really... Oh, um, challenged every bit of resilience that we have. Even me, even though I had an amazing year, I published my book and spoke at Amazon's Winterman's Conference and had a baby. I mean, even though I had those amazing things happen, this year has still been horribly trying. And so our choice then is, do we go back to bed? Or do we just give up? We just go back to bed? Or do we choose that this is the moment that we were born for? Professor 
Business psychologist David Cooperwriter at Case Western Reserve University says that when you want a different answer, you have to ask a different question. When you want a different answer, you have to ask a different question. And so if you want a different answer to these times, then the question isn't why is this happening or how could this be so shitty? The question is, what can I do? What will fuel me? What will make me feel amazing and proud of myself? What do I want? What do I desire? Right? Those are different questions that we can ask ourselves. Of course, we also need to mourn and grieve and eat our chocolate. And I am not demeaning anything that's happened this year. If you've lost your job or you've lost loved ones, I mean, I am just holding you in so much love. And so the processes are probably going to be at the same time that we're grieving and we need to ask, and now what? And here's what I believe. I believe that every single one of our souls came here at this time, specifically at this time for purpose, that there is a reason that you needed to be born now with your exact talents, your exact strengths, and even with all of the hardship and difficulties that you have lived through in your life. My client, who was abused, physically, mentally, emotionally abused by her partner, by her husband, who then went on to get a divorce and be able to be a beacon of support to other women going through the same. I believe she was born at this time. And even though I wouldn't want her to go through what she went through, her soul, it's almost like her soul knew this is what's going to happen and we're going to be able to rise up and what has to happen in order for you to live your purpose. And I believe that this is what's happening right now. We were born for this moment because our souls knew that we specifically were going to be needed now. We were going to need to leave a legacy and make a difference like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The future generations need us. And frankly, we need us. Ask yourself how you felt at the end of 2019 or the beginning of 2020. Were you full of excitement, vision boarding? Here's what I want for 2020, clarity, vision. You had all these great ideas and then they've all gone to crapola, right? But ask yourself, how does it feel? How does it feel when you give up on a dream? Or how does it feel when you let fear get in your way? Or how does it feel when you just stay stuck? Now, I'm not saying, again, not to grieve and all, of course you need to. And what I have found in my life is anytime that I have not gone after a dream because of fear or because I think I won't be good enough or because of self-doubt or because of money, I end up feeling super small. I end up feeling really bad about myself. And what we know is that when you are living your purpose, you feel so proud of yourself. So living your purpose, leaving your legacy makes you feel resilient, makes you feel optimistic, leads to better health. And so this is our moment. I really believe we were born for this moment and that we won't be happy until we leave and leave that legacy that we were born for, until we know our super shiro talents like Ruth Bader Ginsburg knew hers and used them, until we commit to joy and using our voice and being an inspiration in the world. Now, lots of quotes are going around the internet right now for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And one of the things that she said is she wanted to be remembered as a woman who used all of her talents to the best of her ability for her work. She used all of her talents. 
And I want to be the same. And I want the same for you because when you use all your talents, you feel so good about yourself. But if you leave any talents on the table, then you end up with regret, knowing, oh, I could have, I should have. A woman I worked with knew that she had a book in her to write. And she was so afraid and so afraid and so afraid. But then that fear made her feel worse because then she felt so small. She felt so insignificant. She felt so stupid. She felt like such a failure, right? Do you know that cycle? Because I know that cycle really well. But the women who leave a legacy, the women in this book, A is for awesome. These women don't let any of that get in their way. They, I'm sure, still feel the fear and they keep going. So let's talk about what is legacy. So when you think of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, what words come to you? Maybe the word courageous, maybe the word smart, maybe the word powerful. In researching her, I learned that she actually had death threats. Death threats. Can you imagine having death threats against you? I mean, maybe you have, and then my heart is so with you and I'm hugging you. And she kept going. Or when she was a young law student, young lawyer, and her husband had cancer, young mother, and she took care of everything and she kept going to become only the second woman on the United States Supreme Court, only person to be on the law review for both Harvard and Columbia Law School. I mean, she was incredible because she wanted to leave that legacy. She wanted to use all of her talents to the best of her ability. So to me, the word when I think of her is legacy. And think for a minute, what does legacy mean to you? Well, in preparing for this, I looked up the definition. And from the old French legacle, the medieval Latin legatia, legatia, or legatis, which means person delegated, person delegated. She was delegated. It's like she was born during her time, delegated from higher source, purpose, universe, goddess, God, whatever you want to call it, delegated to be the person that was going to change gender equality in the United States and probably there for a ripple effect everywhere. She was delegated for that. And if you can imagine each one of us born, like I look at my little baby boy, what was he delegated for? What did he come down on earth to do? And it's not my job to tell him you need to be a lawyer or you need to do this or do that. My job is to create an environment where he feels so safe and so loved and so courageous and confident, even if he fails, even if he fails a million times, but that I create an environment that my husband and I create an environment where he feels all of that so that he can go ahead and live his life's purpose. And that's what I want for you too. What have you been delegated for? What is your soul's purpose? So if we think about legacy, legacy is what we leave behind. If you look up the dictionary definition, it even said a gift of property or personal property, like money, like that's a legacy that someone lives. I think in our world, we think of it more as the personal gift of purpose and strength that someone leaves their legacy. In this A is for Awesome book, think about the legacy of Harriet Tubman. How brave did she have to be to actually conduct the Underground Railroad for eight years so that hundreds of slaves could be free? 
How brave to leave that legacy. And had she not done that, then all of those slaves may have still been enslaved. Their families may have still been enslaved. Layers, decades, lifetimes, generations were impacted because she left that legacy. Or think about Schindler. If you've seen the movie Schindler's List, his legacy, he was a businessman, but his heart said something's not right here when Jews were being killed and captured. And so he made his lists, saved children, saved Jews. Now think about not just those that he saved, but their children, their children's children. As the granddaughter of Holocaust survivors, I know that if my grandparents had not been saved by the people that they were, I wouldn't be alive. And so the legacy continues. The legacy continues. Each of us can leave a legacy. I want to read a few pages from this amazing A is for Awesome book. Each letter is for a different woman who has left a legacy. N is for Nina Simone, the tempestuous and talented singer, songwriter, and activist. I'm reading from the book. Her quote, I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. C is for the forever chic Coco Chanel designer and OG girl boss. She said, in order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different. Right? That was her legacy. Be different. Not just the clothes that she designed. Forget the clothes that she designed. It was being different. B is for Beyonce, the singer, songwriter, actress, producer, and all-around queen. Her quote, don't try to lessen yourself for the world. Let the world catch up to you. Right? It's like, is her legacy songs? Yeah, we love her songs. But her legacy is blazing a trail. Blazing a trail for women. Let the world catch up to you. Ellis for Lucille Ball, comedic genius, first woman to ever run a major television studio. Now, what is her legacy? She made us laugh. She made us laugh. We looked up to her. P is for Pat McGrath, makeup maestro and businesswoman. Her quote, creativity is the most important skill. Don't be scared to experiment. So what is her legacy? Teaching others to experiment. I imagine if when I was younger, I'd been told that there was no such thing as failure, but to experiment, that the more I experimented, I may win, I may lose, I may fail. But that experimenting and being creative was the key. I mean, I feel like I would have followed my purpose so much sooner. I feel like maybe I would have had a whole different life. Because I would have so much believed in experimenting and creativity. This is legacy. Now, one of the things that we know from happiness research is that it's almost like a U-curve in terms of our age. A research study had found that the happiness that we have in our youth, right? Young people, kids, they're having fun, they're playing, they're laughing, they're engaged, they're outside, they're doing all the things that we know are happy and healthy. And then it returns often for people in their 70s, right? Because at that point, maybe they don't give a shit or they don't have the same responsibilities. But in a particular research study, researchers had hypothesized that there's middle-aged misery, right? We know that the people who are most depressed, women are twice as likely to be depressed as men and middle age. It's in your 40s, 50s. And it's because we have an overwhelming number of family, professional, and financial demands, right? 
it can sometimes seem like it's just too much. And so what's the thing that goes in your life? What's the thing that goes? What most women tell me is that the thing that goes is herself, her own passion, her own self-care, her own self-love, her own dreams, her own ideas, her own time. Yeah, because who has time with it? With everything that we have on our plates, and I get it on a whole new level now that I'm a mama. Whole new level. Like, where is the time, people? But then I look at the notorious RBG, may she rest in peace. And she still went on to leave her legacy, even with her two children who are part of her legacy. And so my question for you, my loves, for this week is what legacy do you want to leave? What legacy do you want to leave? When you are 87, as RBG was when she passed, and you look back at your life, what do you want to be able to say about your life? I what? I lived how? I followed what pursuit? Most of us say we want to live with no regrets, but what does that even mean to you? And because legacy is the gift that we leave, what do you want others saying about you? This was a huge moment of clarity in my own purpose. When I thought ahead, I was young and I thought ahead, when I die, what do I want people to say about me? And I got real still, real quiet. I thought, what I want people to say about me I want women everywhere to think of me and say, Karen Rockine, she inspired me to live my purpose. She inspired me to live fully. She inspired me. And sometimes I don't feel like going on. The other day on the floor with RBG's death, I didn't feel like going on. I didn't feel like doing a Facebook Live or doing any Instagram. I didn't even feel like doing anything for my son. I didn't feel like it. When I thought ahead, the next day I gave myself the grief. I gave myself the self-love. I leaned into my girlfriends and my family hard for love. I clung on to Josh real tight that night. And then I came back to my legacy, my why. This is your why. That people would say about me that I inspired them. And I woke up and knew what I needed to do to use this as fuel, to speak my voice even more clearly, even more loudly, to share political views, which I don't usually. But I'm passionate about particular political issues. I'm passionate about women's rights, LGBTQ rights, race equality. Those aren't even political. I'm just passionate that people have equal rights. And I need to speak it more. Because if I want to inspire other people, then I need to walk my talk. And so I ask you, my dear sister, my goddess, what legacy do you want to leave? If you are the person delegated for something, you came here, your soul came here delegated for it, what is it? And how will you feel if you get to be 87 and you haven't lived it? Josh and I have been taking Shay to a music class on Thursday mornings. And the woman who runs the music class is a New York metropolitan opera singer who is on furlough because of COVID. And here she is doing classes for little babies and kids and song. I mean, how lucky am I, right? And we stayed after class to talk to a girlfriend of mine who's there with her baby. And then we got talking to the teacher. 
And she shared with us her story to get to the Met, the opera, right? Think about it. This is the New York Metropolitan Opera. She said that when she was younger, she didn't pursue it. She went to college for music. She started working on it and teachers were so harsh with her. She couldn't go on stage fright, complete stage fright. And then when she was, I think, 34, somewhere mid-30s, one of her best friends died of breast cancer. And as her best friend was dying in those final weeks and days, they had conversations about all the things that she had not done in her life, all the dreams she hadn't followed. And Liz, our wonderful music teacher, knew exactly what she had to do. She hated her job. It felt so like fish out of water, not for her. She knew she was meant to be a singer. And so in her mid-30s, she started singing again. In her mid-30s, she applied for the New York Met Opera. Like, that is insane. It's amazing. She's so powerful. Because she knew she had a legacy to live. She knew she was a person delegated for that gift, to share that gift in this world. And then, of course, we had social distance hugs, which are non-hugs, but like wanting to cry and hug and love all over each other in this time of COVID. And so I ask you, sister, in this time... What is your legacy that you want to live? What is your legacy that you want to leave? Because I know what finally got me to live my purpose. If you go back to episode one, it was having a gun at my head, knowing I am about to die without ever pursuing my dream. I'm going to die with dreams in my heart. Liz shared with me after music class, what got her to finally pursue her dreams, her legacy was her best friend dying and realizing, whoa, I too might die with dreams in my heart. So this is a moment, sister. With COVID, we have friends, we all have loved ones. We know people who got sick or who died. People who lost jobs, you may have lost your job. My heart is so with you. Or with what has happened to our brown and black brothers and sisters having knees to their neck, dying unnecessarily and feeling the intensity of being an anti-racist activist. Or perhaps for you, it's the fires, putting a fire under your butt or making you want to go to bed. Or perhaps for you, it's RBG passing away and politics. This is a moment when we all have the proverbial gun to our head. This is our moment. This is the moment that we were born for. This is the moment we were born to leave our legacy, to rise up as the goddess on purpose that we were born to be. And here's the good news. You don't need to know exactly what your purpose is right now. This is why I do the Goddess on Purpose course. Because each of us has a purpose to live and we were born to share it at this time. If RBG had not stood up and done all she did, I would not have the rights that I do. And so if you don't stand up and become the women's empowerment coach that you want to be or write the book on abuse that you know is yours to do or start the bakery, you might be like, well, my dream is a bakery. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Because that is your gift to share. And you better bake the best donut that has ever existed. Bake that piece of cake like it's no one's business because I will come and I will buy it. And it will bring me joy. It will make me happy. There are some bakeries. There's a bakery in New York that every time I'm there, I don't care how far away I am from it, I must go get a chocolate chip cookie. Because it makes me happy. And they have a line, 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 Levain Bakery. Anyone who's wondering, Levain Bakery, Upper West Side. It makes us happy. So whatever is in your heart, it is the time to do it. 
if you're sitting there and you're like, but I don't know what legacy I want to live, totally okay. The first step is just beginning with the legacy of not being a singer or a bakery owner, but what you want people saying about you. Do you want people remembering you as super kind or as courageous or inspiring? And even if you don't know that, that's okay too. Go into a deep meditation and think ahead. How do I want to feel about my life at that time? What do I want to say about myself? Doing this exercise with countless numbers of women. I've heard women say, I want to know that I lived without regrets. I want people to know that I loved them. That is the broadest vision. And that's beautiful. That's where we start. And then like in my Goddess on Purpose course and my Empowered course, I take you through a deeper meditation on when you are 80 and what legacy you want to leave, what you want people to say. And so we begin with this overarching. And if you don't know your purpose or your legacy, it's okay. That's why I do courses like the Goddess on Purpose course, where one week we go so deep into who you are as a super shero, what your specific strengths and talents are to give. And we go so deep into your message and your voice and what it is that you are here to say and share in the world. We go so deep into inspiration and what your inspiration is. This is why the women who have done this course, like blew up doing this course, like in such amazing ways. One began and like could, felt like she could not put her voice into the world, got so clear that she is here to be a beacon of hope and started her blog. And it's so incredible. And she was leading all of the other women in the course on writing letters about what they're passionate about, reaching out to senators, you know, whatever their passion was. She just was leading the light. Another woman started Goddess on Purpose course thinking that she was going to be all about her business, quote unquote. But when she really felt into it, she wanted to help other moms and grandmas like herself and is starting a whole community for them. And so you don't have to know right now. We just begin with the overarching legacy, like some of the women that I mentioned today that you want to leave. And if it's to be inspiring or your legacy, you want to know what your legacy is. So it's okay to not exactly know. So it's okay to not know your legacy or purpose right now. That's why we do the work in the Goddess on Purpose course. So there are two aspects I find in women. One, women who don't know what their legacy is or purpose is, and one who know it but are too afraid, self-doubt, life is overwhelming to go live it. Or you might have a little bit of both. And all of that is what I support you in in the Goddess on Purpose course. It's all about that legacy that you are here to leave. And so I'm super excited. Like I said, tomorrow, the wait list is opening. You want to make sure that you are on that wait list because everyone on the wait list gets $200 off the course when you sign up. And the first few women on the wait list who sign up for the course are going to be in an intimate mastermind with me for a half day, totally free, totally bonus. It's so incredible. Women did this last year and just it took them leaps and bounds. So you get that additional coaching from me. So get on that wait list. Again, how to get on the wait list is in the show notes or you just email team at purposegirl.com that you want to be on the wait list and we will add you. And then there's only a few days of the wait list where those bonuses are open. So you want to make sure that you're on top of it. What this all comes down to is that RBG left big shoes for all of us to fill. In those big shoes, she blazed a trail. And I feel like I can still see her fire burning. And at least for me, she makes me want to put on those shoes and start running. But not away, 
rather running toward that fire, letting her blaze trail light a fire under me because I am passionate about our rights. I am passionate that had I chosen to be with a woman instead of a man, I would get to marry her. I am passionate that every woman has a right to her body. And listen, I'm a woman who went through infertility and I still am passionate that women don't have to have their babies for me, that they have a right to their body. I am passionate that women have a right to choose what to do with their body. I am passionate that every single person on earth has equal rights. I am passionate. And I'm so passionate that my baby boy and all of his friends, no matter their color, their race, their gender, their sexual orientation, are treated fairly. And I'm so passionate about you and every other woman alive living her dream pursuing her purpose, leaving a legacy. Can you imagine what a world we would have if every woman was like these 23 women in the book? And so in this book, you know, each page, A is for Amelia Earhart, B is for Beyonce, right? And then it gets to the end and there's a big mirror on one page and next to it, it says, and X, Y, Z are for extraordinary you and the zillions of brilliant, brave adventures you will have. So it's for the little girl or boy reading this book to know that they too are awesome, that they too can be iconic, that they too can leave a legacy. But it's going to take us being courageous. It's going to take us being empowered. It's going to take us being resilient, continuing on no matter what obstacles come in our way, which is how I have lived my life since that gun was pointed at my head. It's how I ended up having a baby at 45 years old. It's how I ended up creating Purpose Girl, getting to talk to you on, on this podcast. I was on a national radio show in the United States. It got canceled. It's like, all right, podcast time. Right? I'm not letting anything get in my way, and I won't let it get in your way either. You have a legacy to live. You have a legacy to leave. And on my watch, no woman left behind. Every woman leaves her legacy. Every woman gets to have a book like this written about her where we get to be in the pages. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? All right, my Purpose Girls, it has been so fun to be with you talking about legacy. And so in conclusion, thinking about RBG's life, remembering that when she wrote a dissent, an opinion that was not the same as the other's opinion, it wasn't just to say my colleagues are wrong. She's not writing for today, but for the future, right? She was trying to set a trail of what is right in the future. And that is her legacy to all of us. Starting to blaze that trail, and we now get to get on her heels and keep going. And the same is true of all of the incredible women that we've talked about on this podcast. And the same is true of you. This isn't one woman's job to change this world. It's all of our job to change this world. And make no mistake, it will be women. It will be women who restore this world to peace and love and harmony and connection and collaboration and purpose because women are the creators, the birthers. So with that, my love, don't forget to get on the waiting list for the next Goddess on Purpose course and get all the amazing bonuses. You do that by emailing team at purposegirl.com. And make sure that you are in the Facebook group. Today was the last day of our four-day Rise to Purpose Challenge. It was totally four days of free motivation, inspiration, live coaching from me in the Facebook group. And if you're not in the group, that's why you want to join because this is the kind of thing that goes down in that group. 
And remember for the Goddess on Purpose course, early bird discount pricing opens to the wait list tomorrow. So you want to make sure you have to be on the wait list to get those bonuses. Email team at purposegirl.com and we will make sure we get it to you. With that, my love, I can't wait to read about your legacy in the next kid's book that I read. And I can't wait to work more with you. And if you want more, of course, make sure you're on my newsletter. That is the place where I send out tips and tools and videos. And the first people who find out about discounts I'm doing or special promos or free events, whatever it might be. So go to the show notes or head on over to purposegirl.com and sign up. Most important thing you can do, share this podcast with every woman you know. Ensure that every woman you know is in the Purpose Girls Facebook group. Ensure every woman you know gets the newsletter because that's how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.